Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, a show all about our current world and everything within it. My name is Biz Paul, and I've forgotten what my name is, but it is Biz Paul, and I'm joined uh, by my wonderful friend, Felicia Jones. Hi, Paul. How are you? Uh, I'm so out of practice because I've been away for a week, and I forced you to be off air for a week. I know, just a week. We've done this before. A week, we can catch up. Yeah. Everybody will forgive us. There's lots to catch up on, but how how are you? How is life in Colorado? Um, is it summer yet? Uh, it, it yeah. Oh God, yes, summer has come. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it went Good. from really nice to like here it is. Um, so, but today is cool, but it's gonna get back up into the 90s again mm. tomorrow. Um, but no, things are good. Um, I celebrated my husband's birthday last week. Happy and birthday, Dustin. I know. He's old now. Uh, <laughs> continued celebrating into Monday, which was our anniversary. So it's 10 years for us now. Congratulations. Yeah. We did our annual review to see if we want to keep doing this. Okay. It's it's a very it's very good that you are open about this. Uh, I, I, I kind of feel like what would happen if someone said actually no nah. well you well you got to be prepared for that <laughs> i suppose god that, that's like that's like american idol or something where you're at judges houses or whatever and you know you're waiting for the judgment you're hoping they say yes but they might say no I mean, it's going to happen at some point. If somebody wants to leave the relationship, it's going to happen at some point. At least you know what the problems may yeah. have led up to it. So yeah, and that's why we, we do the review just to kind of like, what what have we liked? What do we need to change? And then hopefully you can work on it in a year and okay. not be too surprised. But I think the too, being too surprised, like, let's sit down to dinner. Oh, by the way, I want to yeah, get a yeah, divorce. Yeah. That kind yeah. of sucks. <laughs> So happened with me. Um, <laughs> um, what did so, you have on that dinner? <laughs> so, so, just so, do you have like a form that you both have to fill out beforehand? Do you like send each other like a form in preparation for the meeting? What went well? What didn't go well? SWOT analysis, that that kind of thing, and then present it as like maybe a PowerPoint back to each other. No, it's not that formal, but um, we do trade off who has to plan the anniversary activity. Okay. or whatever we're going to do that day. But it always starts, you know, whoever has to plan it has to facilitate and ask, you know, what do you, what are three things you liked over the year and what are three things that um, that we need to change? And then we finalize it with, do you want to do this again? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And so it's just, it's just a, it's just talk over dinner. Mm -hmm, that's all. Mm -hmm. Well, look, you're still um, married. I'm not. So, you know, who, <laughs> who's, who's doing it right? Who is doing yeah. it right? We, ah. We've been doing this every year since we got married. It's so a good it's... format. It's a good format. I, I, I'm a big fan of processes. So it's, it seems like it's a process that, that works. Yeah. And you do have to be open for those few times where you get some I won't feedback. say negative feedback, just <laughs> the feedback that needs to change. So that's where you have to, because I know a lot of people say, oh, it's probably just this happy thing. This year was actually good, there, but there have been a couple of years. It's like, okay, there's some serious things we need to work on for the mm. next time. Do, yeah? Does the feedback need to be delivered in a, the form of a shit sandwich? No, just no. be straight up with it. Okay. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. Well, there yeah. you go. Thanks for uh, listening today. That's been your episode <laughs> on how to review your relationships. You know. Let's ask Paul and Felicia.
Well, ask Felicia because then we ask him, Paul. <laughs> but no, this, so that's what's been going on. But you went to a retreat in London last week and you experienced a shower with double heads. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's hope that that makes the edit. Um, <laughs> okay. Not, not quite. Not quite. Uh, dear listener, I'll fill you in. Uh, so it was in Manchester. So, you know. Not really well, close same, enough, London. But yeah, close London, enough. Manchester. It's the UK. <laughs> so it's in Manchester. It was a, a, a two day retreat. I stayed for, for three days. Um, I had a wonderful suite with three floors and um, a shower that had two two heads. Um, well, technically mm-hmm. it had three, but it had two drench heads on either side of the bathroom, which was quite useful because it means like if you were with someone, you could obviously shower separately not be too squashed in one um but you know if you wanted to to come together then literally then um you would be able to do that it's very practical use of the shower very practical very practical it was was lovely i enjoyed my time away from the business from uh, life i felt very um relaxed i learned all about ways in which i self-sabotage Oh, so, you know, I'm all like woo and um, yeah. Do we need to have a special show for that? What, for the self-sabotage? Yes. I I don't think, I don't think we do. I was very (laughs) honest and open uh, with the rest of the group. What what about the rest of the world? That, that, um, that's on my new podcast, (laughs) Self-Sabotage with Pizpool. Well, that was good. And so I do have a question. Mm -hmm. So the shower stuff, have you... Have you shared a shower with someone? What, whilst I was there? No, period. <laughs> what, before? Yes. Of course. I, I've never enjoyed that. Well, it's not really practical unless you've got the space, and most places don't have the space. Well, it's, yes, you got to have the space, but you also need to be kind of like the equal height um, because it, it doesn't work very well when one person's really tall and hugs all the water. Or oh, right. you flip around and then you get like drowned by all the water. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Well, that's why I guess the two headed thing is quite a good yeah. idea. Yeah, it is. You know. So there's another more practical advice for relationships. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Invest in a double headed shower. Um now other things that happened whilst we were off air is of course the platy jubes. The platy jubes and yeah. that's probably not a, a musical group. No, for us no, no. Here in the UK, no, uh, the it's, US. It's the Platinum Jubilee took place. If you remember in the last episodes, we were talking about it coming up. Well, it mm-hmm. it happened, and it was mm-hmm. very, very interesting. Yeah, Megan, Megan, and Harry. They were allowed to visit. They were there. They got yeah. cheers. I don't care what the Daily Mail says or the right wing press. I've listened <laughs> to it. They were definitely cheered as they went in. Boris Johnson, on the other hand, booed constantly throughout the weekend. But oh, um, oh, oh of course. Know. Um, but, but yeah, Harry and Meghan were, were cheered. I, it's been very interesting to see what then happens because various members of the press have said that he looked furious as he walked down the aisle, that he wasn't part of the main group and that he wasn't allowed to stand on the balcony and all this kind of stuff. I saw that. He looked fine. He looked fine. There's pictures of him like laughing and joking with his cousins. But he, lo- he, he, he looks like I really don't give an AF of you people. I'm just here for my grandma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have to say, she, I mean, she just about appeared. She looks old. Dead, yeah. 
Well, that's what happens when you're old. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, someone said, I don't like pack away your bunting too tightly because we might need it for a coronation soon. What's uh, the bunting? Is that a flag? Oh, thing? so the bunting is the little flags that are on a string. And, oh, little pennants. Okay. Yeah, and like go across okay. like the street or or whatever. In I your thought window. you were all making cakes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you do all that. I mean, we had we had a bit of a a street party, uh, not because I'm a royalist, because as you know, I am definitely not. I did drop the bombshell um, to the very royalist neighbours that I wasn't a fan of monarchy. That went down like a bowl of soup. Treason. Yeah. Treason. We sort of brushed over that really rather quickly. Um, But anyway, uh, the weekend of the Jubilee, the Platy Jubes, was really rather good. Now, if nothing else, because we've all been cooped up inside and not really done anything for a couple of years, and I genuinely think that the nation needed a little bit of a of an ease up and a get together. So I think, okay. in that respect, it was it was uh, very good. Some rather bizarre little parts of the weekend, um, sort of parades and pageants of of rich people and uh, famous people and. Okay. And more rich people and more yeah 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 things things like that um but on the whole on the whole whilst it hasn't changed my view on whether or not we should have a monarchy i did find myself thinking this is quite nice and that maybe if the purpose of a monarchy is a little bit of stability when your government is a total pile of shit then maybe there could be some kind of uh role but you know what you know do what? i know I think the problem with, with you all is that you don't have an independence day. No, true. Yeah, because everybody has gotten independence from you all. Yes. That's um, <laughs> so I, I think you need you need like a 4th of July yeah. and some type of party every year to kind of give a little bit of hope, maybe. Well, pe- pe- um, people have said, you know, what if we celebrated that weekend every year? And people have kind of said, "Well, yeah, why, why not?" But I think it, I think it's what you've what you've just said is that actually there's no national celebration, so there's no reason to do it. It's either because yeah. someone is about to die, or because someone they has die. died, or because <laughs> lots of people have died, and we need to clap them on the doorstep every week or something. So, yes, you're right. We're missing that. Yeah, I think you need an Independence Day or a Royal Monarchy Day or remember to that you are a subject day i don't know something like that yeah yeah so yeah so that's what's been um going on oh and we're deporting people to rwanda oh yay that's that's happening as we speak that's very british of you all isn't it yeah to send them somewhere else yeah not (laughs) a problem you see then uh yeah and then then you cause inadvertently cause civil wars and then when people point back at you like why me yeah exactly oh what now what's interesting just to kind of merge these two stories together now the monarch right is is supposed to be apolitical not supposed to get involved in politics at all because they're supposed to be above even it. though they are even though the they politics. are right yeah yeah right yeah. they're not supposed to get involved um prince charles has allegedly said in private that the um shipping of asylum seekers refugees to rwanda is quotes unquote appalling and of course the right wingers are losing their shit over this going oh my god i think you'll find he should be apolitical and this that and the other now is it appalling because they're going to rwanda or 
<laughs> they didn't go somewhere else. I see what you um, mean, actually. Yeah. Because uh, I've heard that, you know, they say a lot of things behind those doors at that royal house yeah. that's not very public-minded, I guess. You, so. you make a very good point. I hadn't considered that, but now you mention it, you might be right. Okay, so he's not probably not appalled that they're getting shipped out, just appalled that they may be going to Rwanda. Maybe. I, I I don't know. In my mind, I like to think that he that he has some common sense and reflects the views, which I think are of most people, oh, God, which no. is which is mm, that yeah. it's just appalling that we're even doing it. And no, the fact in my it's... mind, I'm thinking he's just mad that they didn't send him off to another island somewhere. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Apparently, you know, they can't they can't come back like ever. Like if they if their court case about whether or not they can claim yeah, refugee that's... status and they can claim asylum, turns out that they can, they're still not allowed back. That's why you send them away, Paul. That's that's the purpose of sending them yeah. away. God. That's why we send people to other parts of the uh, other countries and things. Oh, so yeah, that when even you do if your you rendition. When, yeah, when you so whenever you say... <laughs> yeah, so it's like, oh, but I have laws or I, I won my case it's like oh but you're not here oh well oops sorry yeah, yeah i'm pretty sure you have a whole continent of people that can tell you those stories like probably. australia yeah yeah, yeah, you're, yeah probably, so. you're probably right so we've not changed since we've been away be pleased to know there we go yes <laughs> how about you still on brand still on brand um over here, we are still on brand in the United States. We have had mass shootings. Okay. We have had the January 6th commission. And that's where they showed the videos of people storming the cap the Capitol in the United States. Amazingly enough, some people believe that it is fake, that <laughs> it is made up, that none of it was just a dust up. That wasn't for real because you know, there were Black Lives Matter protests and millions of people got murdered during that. Granted, only I think there were only 21 people who got shot. And amazingly enough, some of them were by the police. Funny how that works. Mm. Um, but yeah, so we had the January 6th and people, you know, Fox News did not put it on television because they said it was propaganda. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I forget. <laughs> yeah. Just a few more mass shootings. Um, the NRA is doubling down with their people that they have paid for or excuse me, support, um, for, for guns. Um, also Ohio, the state of Ohio has gone all in on guns, no background checks, um, limited age, um, things. So anybody can go get a gun, any gun you want. Wow. And they have said that all teachers, all educators in schools can carry guns. So, so there you go. Goodness me. I mean, you wouldn't want to get your spellings wrong, would you? God, no. <laughs> if that I, teacher's I, had a bad day. I mean, has no one raised the idea that if teachers feel really freaking stressed, right? No, and their marriage you know. has broken down and they've been kicked out of home, their affair's been discovered, that no. out of nowhere <laughs> they might turn on the kids. You know, because, you know, it's not like you don't have six, five, 15 year olds and you have your little 60 year old teacher that has to take care of these guys. But, you know, that's fine. You know, that's that's what we like here. We yeah. want to be able the what I, I, I'm finding that what the First Amendment is a freedom of speech. So that's basically the freedom to say negative and bad things about people. And the Second Amendment is just free to go shoot anybody. Okay. Not that I have an opinion, but yeah. <laughs> um, but that seems to be where we're going, and quite a few states are kind of doubling down on that. So technically, over the last week, we are very much still on brand here in the United States. Okay. 
um it's good to know so that when are you coming to visit there <laughs> yeah yeah when really, are you visit it's now? really tempting uh to, to go over there um can i just ask oh, oh, you the stock market has been crashing too and we're blaming it on the president so it was all great things all great things but yes well, what's your good. question Oh, well, yeah, yeah. the question was just about the, the Constitution, because as we've discovered mm -hmm. in, in previous shows, you are a constitutional expert. Um, yes, first, I know everything about the Constitution. Yeah. Is, Let me is get the, Google ready. <laughs> is the First Amendment more important than the Second Amendment because it's first? I don't know. I would assume that when those British people created this thing, um, that had to have been a very big issue for them to right. be able to say what they want type thing. So yeah, I would assume the first one is going to be the important one because that's probably like the, I mean, it's just like marketing. You put the, the very important thing and then you squish in the middle parts and then you end with a bang. Right. Uh, okay, um, final bit from me, which is just mm -hmm. an update. This is literally hot off the press that I've just discovered. So the World Health Organization says it's working with experts to come up with a new name for monkeypox because Monkeypox is stigmatizing. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you're blaming monkeys. They didn't have anything you're, to do with you're, anything. Yeah, you're blaming monkeys. Um, and uh, they're, they're worried that people are continuing to um, refer to the virus um, as African, which is inaccurate. Um, we have uh, <laughs> 452 cases um, in England. Uh, so we are right at the top of the international charts once again. Uh, well, I mean, you guys always want to be relevant, right? <laughs> I think, I think this is it, but, um, I think you guys have some like 51 and we have like, I, I don't, nearly 500. I don't know. I, I don't know. I know a lot of people are concerned because, uh, the pride parades are coming up and, you know, people are just saying, be very careful because you're going to be in large groups, hugging people, touching people and stuff yeah. like that. Um, there is no, I guess there's limited supply of vaccine because this is not something that is very common. Mm -hmm. uh, but people are a little afraid of it. So mm. I guess good luck and get ready for the next thing that's going to come. Because yeah. we seem to be dropping, I mean, we're dropping viruses like they're dropping songs on Spotify. Yes, so. yes. Do you know what? That's a really good analogy because like, okay, yes. the the COVID album, yeah, we really loved that one, really like had a huge yeah. amount of impact, this new person. Then, you know, Omicron, great, you know, the difficult mm -hmm. difficult second album or whatever, you know, it's it, it's over. They're like, COVID is like the Spice Girls. <laughs> And, you know, we've moved on to, uh, I don't know, um, what's a good girl group these days? Well, no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, um, not the old school, how we drop albums, like you hit it and then they go tour. Now this is the, the Drake Eminem version of, uh, manipulating Spotify. So okay. you just keep dropping albums with 35 songs on them. And then next month you drop a single and then you drop another single just so that you can get at the top of the play, uh, play chart. So, right. Yeah. So people can still be listening to the other things while you're dropping new. And so but that's basically what's going on. I mean, like while COVID is still going, we're dropping some new stuff on top of that. And it's like, oh, by the way, along with your COVID, you got this too. Well, talking of people dropping albums, uh, this yes. week was a new album from BTS, your favorites, but there is some bad news this evening. What is the bad news? It's not news? bad news. Is it not? It's not bad news. Does it not depend I, I don't who think you it's are? bad news. Okay, yes. tell us what it is. Um, 
you know, so they released their album. I think it was Proof. Yeah. And I think if you paid attention to their teaser, you probably could have seen this coming. But the young guys out of South Korea has have decided to take a um, undetermined hiatus, i.e. <laughs> they're breaking up. Well, and I, people, yeah, people are very sad. And I actually think it's a good thing for them. I really do. Okay. So... This brings us on to the core subject today, which is, you know, let's let's talk about how we're dealing with this, because I would imagine I know that you're OK, but you're a 40 something year old grown up and there yes. will be lots of boys and girls uh, who listen lots to BTS. Lots of boys and girls in bands that will come later. And yeah. and of course, we do want to tie it back to this is our love letter to the kids this month because we're mm-hmm. going to be talking about the breakups. Uh, and not necessarily just breakups with, you know, your favorite band, but, you know, breakups and relationships because these things happen. <laughs> well, they do happen. But unless uh, when the first time they happen to you, then uh, and, devastating. And it's absolutely devastating. So can we just deal with the BTS thing first? Because yes. if there are... Um, you know, people out there who are affected by this news, I would imagine there is some support for them uh, out there somewhere. Now, I remember in the 1990s when a band called Take That, which were a big boy band here in the UK, broke mm-hmm. up and they had to open phone lines because we didn't have like social media and the internet back then. They had to open wow. dedicated phone lines for the fans so that they could talk to somebody <laughs> about about the fact this band had broken up are we are we at that level with bts do you think i'm pretty sure you know they have their fandom army mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure there will be groups of people getting together to talk about this um they do their festa um which is always may um they, it's like they're kind of year in review type thing. So they just did that the other day. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean, I've watched good. a couple of them and they just talk about the year, the past year and things like that. And it was a very, I read the transcript of it. I haven't watched it yet, but it was, they were at this point where their contract was up actually in 2020. Um, so they were going to go on their last tour with the, with their la- album on uh, seven, I think. And, but COVID happened. And I, it, it sounds like they were already mentally prepared to break up, but because of COVID things change. And so, you know, you put out the album and just keep going, but they had this thing of like, I mean, I'm reading in between the lines, but it sounded like they were like, why am I here? You know, the music isn't, doesn't, it was like the music didn't fulfill them anymore. And they didn't know what type of band they wanted to be after the last two albums. So it sounds like they were probably still enjoying it, but you you know how you hit that, that wall where you're, you're either burned out. Yeah. Which I really do believe they were burned out because they worked their butts off Mm -hmm, during mm -hmm. COVID. Like they were working their butts off. Um, But uh, they also said that one thing they learned from K-pop is that it doesn't allow you to mature. And we are talking about some young kids for the most part who started this journey when they were in their teens, like 15, 15 years old for whatever phase they were in. So now your oldest is uh, 31 years old and your youngest is 27 um, or or about to be 27. So you've had some people who had, who grew up and, 
and we all know this, like any relationship or any part of your life, at some point you're going to want to have, you, you want to grow up and go do some other things. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it feels like K-pop does try to keep those kids very young, very young for a very long time. And, you know, at some point at 30 years old, you cannot keep pretending to be an 18 year old person um, who doesn't date. <laughs> Does the fan, I mean, presumably their fan base, though, has aged with them. So their fan base, let's say they've been going 10 years and their fan base was 18 year old girls or 15 year old girls or boys, whatever, at, at the time. And th- those those people will now be sort of 25 plus and will be getting married, maybe having babies or being long term no, relationships. Or getting or married later. So, um, yeah, I think some of the fandom has grown, but I actually think their fandom is really young. I mean, when you really think about when you create boy bands and girl bands, they go for a very young um, demographic. So, yeah, you're going to have your older teenagers. You're going to have people in your 20s, but it's usually um, like preteen to um, mid-teens. That's kind of the target demographic. Um, so my friend's daughter is a huge fan. I mean, she's just 17 years old um, and they've been paying attention to them for that long. So, yeah. yeah, but at some point you're you're and I think that's the other thing when your older fans do start growing up. How do you I mean, either. But I think the thing with fans, you can keep they can keep them in a certain age range and mm-hmm. pretend like they haven't grown up. Well, the thing is, as well. And I don't think I'm being outrageous here when I say this, although I could be. And if I am, I apologize. But they've got a certain look, haven't they? They all look absolutely flawless. I don't know whether they may wear makeup. I think yeah. maybe oh, they yes. do. You know, so they look yeah. flawless. They look young, innocent, almost like androgynous, prepubescent maybe. Mm-hmm. And they're obviously not. No, that's the, I think that is the look for K-pop that they like um, coming out of South Korea. Keep them young, but you know, young is marketable. Yeah. Uh, people try to stay as young. I mean, look at Madonna. Oh um, my God. Oh my God. What is going wrong with her? She's trying to stay young. It's and, not working. Uh, filters, dear filters. Uh, but I, but I think that's the thing. You, you have these guys who... You know, their music companies, the the brand of that type of group um, wants them to stay young. And to be honest, it happens with all boy bands. I think I wasn't a huge fan uh, or I didn't really follow One Direction, but I followed New Edition, New Kids on the Block, all these groups. And they always hit that period when voices change or they start looking like, OK, OK, y'all look like grown men now but they still keep them in very young um, music. I mean, I, I love New Edition and with Bobby Brown, and that was one issue why he left, because he was like, okay, you still want me to do this stuff, but I'm out here like having babies and things. <laughs> yeah. So, so so how are people, how do people, let's think about the kids then. So what's our advice on uh, something like this where some where someone like they are a fan of for their entire life has now devastated them by just, just their world collapsing in what what apart from like trying to phone somebody what do you <laughs> recommend they should do i mean the the group how you have enjoyed them they they haven't gone away those albums will always still be there those music videos will all still be there but it's also you have to realize that everybody has to grow at some point um 
they are, it's kind of hard to say because they've been marketed for a certain image for you, but just as you grow up, they have to grow up as well. And they want all the things that you want as well. They want probably relationships, families to explore other music. And they did say they're going to put out um, individual albums. They always do that. But the other thing is realizing they will get back together. Every last one of these groups, they will go. Oh yes. They will. They always get back together. Now, the thing is they may not get back together to have ultimate popularity again, because um, at some point all these bands peak, but they will do the oldie goldie tours. So people can go, you know, just like you, you, you know, you have your 60 year olds who go see new edition and new kids on a block and salt and pepper in concert, uh, which is coming, which is touring here in the United (laughs) States, to be honest. And it's kind of like, I kind of would like to go, Uh, (laughs) but you, you have those tours. So the music stays there, but you know, uh, so th- they'll be back. And then um, the the thing was they they had their own individual fandom. So your person will always get your support. Um, hopefully they will find success as individual um, yeah. artists. But that's really hard. That well, is really hard. Some will and some will fall by the wayside. The one that can't sing and can't dance. I don't know which one that is in that group, but there's always one. They they won't quite quite do as well. And, that, and, that's, and that's fine because... And just thinking about the kids, what we need to do here, like you say, the music will always exist. That memory is there, but it's time to move forward and move on. And that is when we're thinking about breakups, even if it's with a person or a group, there is a moment in time when it's time to go, okay, I have inner strength and power. It's time to love myself and move on. That's really deep. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's me now, right? I've been on my business retreat. <laughs> I've learned about myself sabotage. I'm all about. Are you the reading? Th- you're reading your notes now. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm just rubbing but, my but essential is... oils on my wrists. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I, I think I've, I'm one of those people. The cool thing about living life is that you got to go live life, and there's going to be so many different yeah. journeys and adventures. And and I would think for and you're right, you know, for the majority of them, to be honest, probably won't be overly successful as individual artists. You know, you may have some that jump into acting and will get a whole new, um, a whole new fandom. Um, You'll have one who might end up becoming a very successful singer. I mean, look at um, Harry Styles Uh was part of, I mean, to be honest, I really don't know. I've, I've listened to maybe two One Direction songs. I didn't realize they were huge. Um, but he's basically a superstar now. And, uh, you look at, um, uh, destiny's child. I mean, we know the ones who, huh? Destiny's child, (laughs) (laughs) you know, destiny's child, (laughs) but we know the ones who dropped other albums or the ones who went into doing plays. And then we also know who the superstar is, you know? Yeah. Michelle. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? In some worlds, she is. In the gospel world, she's pretty big. I mean, all three of them have done pretty well. Oh, there were four to begin with. There, there were four. Then there were three. Then there were then there was four. And then there were new three. <laughs> okay. Well, I've been in plenty of bands like that. Okay. So, so just I, I want to stick to to proper relationships now when we're we're thinking about like like the future. So. Thinking of moving on, what do you think is a suitable amount of time for somebody to grieve a relationship? Ooh, 
I don't know. That's a hard one. It also depends on what type of relationship you have, because I think a marriage, this is just me. I think uh, grieving a marriage may be a little bit different than grieving a boyfriend, girlfriend. But um, because I think sometimes with marriage, there's a whole lot more at mental at stake, you know, feeling like you failed, you may have kids. Oh yeah, you you have yeah, families yeah. and stuff like that. I'm not talking um, about that though. I'm not talking about that. This is for no. kids. We don't want the kids to get married really young. The kids should wait to get married. But the kids are getting married and getting divorced pretty quickly. <laughs> well, they should stop. I know. I know people under the age of thirty who are, you know, on second marriages, second wow. and third marriages. Well, so I mean, that, that was that's very nostalgic and retro for for sure. Yeah. But um, just thinking about like you know young love. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Two feet first into the relationship, uh, you've gone all in. You've lost various things to them, and um, you know they've broken your heart. I mean, how long? How long do you grieve that? I mean, until the next cute person hits on you. I don't know. Okay, so you can, <laughs> so you can move on pretty quickly. That kind well, of I is mean, helpful. I mean, you you will move on. So I don't think there's there's not a set amount of time. Because you got to go through, like your friends. I mean, you you know that that the embarrassment of how you broke up. I, I mean, I'll just tell you a story. Like when I was in college, I I dated my boyfriend for pretty much uh, quite a few years while I was in college, and when we broke up, come to find out, he was actually messing around with somebody else that I knew, like I was in class with. And unfortunately, all of the friends or people I thought we were friends with, they all knew about it. And then they were like, oh, we thought you knew. And it was like, yeah, it would be nice if somebody had told me. <laughs> so that grieving process is a little mm. harder because mm. you're still, you know, separating from those friends and, you know, looking at, okay, you guys are slightly betray- betrayed me. Um, so that might take a few months, you know, uh, going and doing something else, uh, paying attention to school getting a new job, getting a hobby, and then, you know, and just being open to when somebody else is, is there. Um, And sometimes a breakup requires a new environment. So uh, it's really hard, but yeah, I think it just kind of depends on how you broke up. And then, you know, because sometimes breakups does, it does require you to get new friends in a whole new environment. Yeah, but that's that can that can be a good thing, like I say, to put yourself in a different situation where you can maybe have a fresh fresh start. Yeah. Um, how it, it is kind of complicated when you've got friends that are intertwined. Do you have any advice on whether you should just drop all the friends or whether you should reach out to those friends that came from the partner or something like like that? What What do you think? I, I'm one of those get new friends type people. Okay. I, 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 it, like I said, I think it just really depends when you go through that breakup, you'll figure out who, who your close friends are. I do. I don't think you need to get, um, don't get emotional about it because if somebody wants to stay a friend with someone, it's not their fault. Um, this is not a ride or die or a gang thing or, um, you know, but also, just realize that this might be a sign that it's time to move to a different phase of your life. And right. some, and you know, and I, I love the phrase, um, uh, friends will come in for a reason and a season. Right. So okay. there will be different seasons for friends. People will come in and come out. Um, and this might be the, 
time to let some of them go. Mm. Um, and then some you might need to let go for a little while and come back to them later, you know? So here's a question then. So mm -hmm. what would you say your life has been in, in, in that sense? Are you someone whose friends have kind of come in, you've had some time with them and then you've kind of parted ways bearing in mind obviously you've got a husband for 10 years and you've known him before before that so there's obviously some stability and i think most people would have some friends that are stable but would you say otherwise you have moved from group to group or they've come in, or rather they've come into your life served their purpose and then you know you've moved on or they've moved on um i i think as i've gotten older i realized that people have come in for a reason and a purpose. And a lot of it is because I've moved a lot. So I grew up in Birmingham. I went to school in Atlanta. So I had friends from college. And then when I moved to San Diego, like some of those friends, you just, you know, they're going through their own lives. And I had friends in San Diego. Um, some were there for just a couple of years. Um, out of all the people I've met, I still talk to three and we um, get on Marco Polo every day talking to each other. So they're very consistent, and but others have dropped off. And uh, just like here in Colorado, I've made new friends and some of them are gone now. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I do think there are a couple of consistent friends that, you know, I have two from high school. We don't talk every day, but we can literally pick up the phone like nothing has changed and keep going with a conversation. But um, it's nice meeting different people throughout your life. Yeah. You know, and just making room for friends. I mean, gosh, we're friends, you know, mm, mm. <laughs> I don't know. We may be best friends until we die, you know? Uh, so, but it, it is, but it's kind of cool just meeting different people and, uh, and especially having your own core of friends that aren't based around your relationship too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's so that's a good message for the kids is that yeah. find solace with those friends that have nothing to do with the relationship. Yeah, that you can that you can bitch about or, or well, not bitch about the friends, but like bitch about your partner or what's going on and seek and seek that support. So we think people yeah. should definitely seek out their support from those friendship groups. And what if they feel like they haven't got many friends with which to do that? How would they go about finding some people to to move oh, into? Man. This is a whole new show. We probably should talk about this next week okay. because making friends is a making friends as an adult. You know what, Paul? We actually should talk about yeah, this next that's, week. That's a good this idea. This is a I'm, really big one. Yeah, I've got lots to say about that, thinking about yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, so, making friends is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I agree. Um, okay. So, okay. Well, look, that, that seems like a fairly good point to end it on then. I yeah. think just summarizing is to accept what's happening, to spend yes. some time um grieving if necessary to seek support with friends if you can and if not listen to our show next week and we'll tell you what to do about it yes perfect <laughs> okay so all right lovely to to be back lovely to talk to you i'll look forward to our conversation next time all right see you everyone part of the like mind media network